another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Because it's tyranny, they 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 had a little bit of power, so they and they're still they're they're grasping that power. They're, they don't want to lose that power, so they're taking they're using that power on the smallest, most innocent fucking victims, the fucking kids. Good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning. Fellow Jesterians, absolutely phenomenal day. Let me start the vaporizer so I don't forget. That shit sucks. Now, it is a balmy 10 degrees out here. Oh, good morning, Mr. Pickle. I fucking love you and I miss you, man. More than you know. Reach out, bud. But now, as I was saying... Yesterday, or two, a couple days ago, either two days ago, or, or I think it was two days ago, New York State Supreme Court struck down Kathy Hochul's mask mandate, saying that the health department and the governor don't does not have the power anymore for the to to make these mandates. However, the health department is still telling the schools that they must wear masks, put masks on the kids. They're fucking... <laughs> I, why, why? Because it's tyranny. They, they, they had a little bit of power. So they, and they're still, they're, they're grasping that power. They don't want to lose that power. So they're taking, they're using that power on the smallest, most innocent fucking victims. The fucking kids. We're doing it for the kids. We're doing it for the kids. The fuck you are. You're ruining these fucking kids. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's tyranny. What the fuck? Like... At the beginning of the of the scamdemic, the fucking health department were were uh, uh, finding businesses because they didn't make their customers wear masks. Well, fuck that, man. Come on. What the fuck is going on? How are these people? Well, like I said, it's fucking power, and the want and the need of power it, it overrules the needs of anybody of these little fucking kids. That they're forming a generation of fucking idiots that are gonna fucking comply to whatever the fuck they're told. And that's fucking scary. That is fucking scary, man. Because I'm gonna be around when these fucking kids get to the age to where they're gonna be making these goddamn decisions in life. They're gonna be becoming politicians. And they're all fucking idiots. But we'll see what happens before that. We'll see if the world's still the same. We'll see, because we don't, we don't fucking know. Fucking tomorrow, some shit could fucking happen. A rock from outer space coming from directly, well, not directly behind the sun, because that wouldn't happen, but you know what I'm saying. So it can't be seen. 
And it smashes in the fucking earth, man. That'll fuck up the world for a bit. You never know what the fuck's gonna happen. That's all I'm saying. You can't plan. Well, you, see, that's the thing. Live for today, but plan for tomorrow. Have a plan. Have a goal. Reach those goals, man. That's how you get through life. That's how you. That's how you uh, grow. That's how you become better. It's. And if you just you, you never stop pushing, man. Never stop because if you never stop, you'll never fail. And that's one moniker I don't want. I don't want to be known as a failure of anything. <laughs> because everything that I have put my mind to, I have succeeded at. Now, I'm not saying that to be a braggart or to self-congratulatory. Congratulatory. Jesus, you're dumb. But I'm just... It can be done. It's just find something you want to fucking do and find a way to fucking do it. Now, luckily in my life, I've had some pretty good goddamn support. Excuse me. And help. But if you don't, you can still find a way. It doesn't have to be, well, it doesn't have to be legit, but then you're looking to get, you know, you're adding more danger and more, more putting more obstacles in your path. So try to find the best way, you know, make, make the best decisions you can. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I understand. And it is what it is. I mean, I haven't been 100% legit my entire fucking career. Fuck that. I have not. But I've learned from my mistakes. And I've learned that the best way for me to get through life, because I can't remember shit, I have CRS. I, you know, I did. And I have a hard time. I, I don't have a hard time. My, I process information a lot slower. That's why I'm, I'm slow. That's why I say I am the, the definition of mentally retarded. My, my mentality, my thinking ability has been slowed down by the brain injury. You know, I am mentally retarded, but people get, oh, you can't say that word. Dude, I'm fucking, I'm using it exactly as it's intended. The exact definitions of the word is what I'm using. I am mentally, my mental ability has been retarded, has been slowed down. I went on, Jesus, I was on a, a, a head injury group. You would think they'd be a little a little more intelligent on, on the on the words. That they, and I went on for fucking two days arguing with people about because I called myself mentally retarded. Oh, it's a trigger word. We don't like, I don't fucking care what you like. Be a fucking adult. Jesus. That's another fucking thing with, with this wisdom app. I received an email from the creators of the app. You know, I, f I forget what the original premise was. Um, I think it, we're adding something new or so. I don't fucking know. But I didn't even read it. I'm like, I don't even have your app anymore because my account was uh, uh, suspended for a day for some arbitrary reason. And... I, I I don't play those games, so I deleted the fucking app. They were, they replied back a couple days later, 
and ask me my username so they can make sure that that never happens again. So, in my life, <coughs> you get two strikes against me. And the first time, I say, I'll let it slide this time, but don't let that shit happen again. And if it happens again, boom, you're done. You don't, you don't get a third chance. Because I'm not a fucking sucker, man. I'll let it slide this time. Just don't let that shit happen again. <sighs> Be a fucking adult. Because I don't even know why they suspended me. Because I was, I was, uh, it was a review show of the podcast here. It was my 5.30 show. I'm going to have to start doing those again. But, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so and I was talking about you know, views that aren't mainstream, obviously, because that's, because I'm fucking, I can see and think for myself, and two, because I swear a lot, I fucking swear it's what I do, I've been doing it ever since my goddamn brain injury, I woke up swearing, I don't fucking know why, it's just what I do, and if you're gonna hold, like I said, fucking grow up, be a fucking adult, man, I swear, it's what the fuck I do, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen, It is what it is, man, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change the way I live to suit anybody else. It's, I'm too fucking old for that shit, man. I've been doing what I've been doing for almost forty one fucking years. I'm not gonna change shit for nobody. Especially fucking children. Fuck you. Be a fucking adult, grow the fuck up. If you like the show and want to support us directly, check us out on Venmo at the underscore jester. Peace. Okay, let's uh, wanna, let's read a little bit. Don't have a lot of time, but we have a little bit. Cough break. Oh shit! I, <laughs> I, for, I forgot I was recording. I was re- <laughs> Jesus! I'm sitting here just fucking dummy. Anyway, <laughs> I'll probably uh, add most of that out. But I just sat there for like three minutes, just looking at this my bookmark that I'm using for the book that I dropped on the floor. Wow! <laughs> Idiot! Oh, it's, <laughs> so let's dive into. Uh, Drug Use for Grown-Ups, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear, written by Dr. Carl Hart. Chapter number five, Amphetamines, Empathy, Energy, and Ecstasy. Take all away from me, believe me, ecstasy, and I am richer than all my fellow men. Emily Dickinson. Fuck you, I will kill you. I'm the one will assassinate you inside the airport. I, oh, I'm the one, what the fuck? Fuck you, I will kill you. I'm the one will assassinate you inside the airport. I have more intel inside the Philippine airport support president. Wow, this starts off weird. Let me try to start this all over again. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty high. Fuck you, I will kill you. 
I'm the one will assassinate you inside the airport. I have more intel inside the Philippine airport to support President Duterte. This was the Facebook message that greeted me when I logged into my computer in the departure lounge of the Ninoy Aquino International Airport in Manila. I was reflecting on the events of the past week and anxiously waiting to board a midnight flight to the country several days earlier than my scheduled departure. I had come to the Philippines at the request of a local human rights organization, NOBOX, and the Free Local Assistant Group, Assistance Group Anti-Death Penalty Task Force to speak before a Filipino drug a Filipino drug policy forum in Manila. The forum's organizers brought together experts from their country and around the globe to discuss alternatives to the extrajudicial extra killings of suspected drug users and dealers that had become a disturbing staple of the Philippine drug control strategy. <laughs> Cough break. Woo-hoo! The, the Philippines drug control strategy. The organizers asked me to provide a scientific update on the effects of methamphetamine on people, one of my areas of expertise. They knew that I had recently been in Thailand speaking on the same topic. In Thailand, as in the Philippines, methamphetamine use was seen as the, the major drug of concern. The perception of the severity of methamphetamine-related problems was so extreme that Thai government had passed laws that punish methamphetamine violations nearly 10 times more severely than they do heroin violations. This resulted in some of the most egregious prison sentences I had ever seen for simple possession of a drug. Take the case of Supada Ruin Rung on June 7, 2010. Mrs. Ruin Rung began serving a 25-year prison sentence for bringing into Thailand from Laos one and a half pills of methamphetamine, worth about $5. Combined, the pills contained at most 35 milligrams of the drug, which is a low to moderate dose. To put this in perspective, this amount of methamphetamine is less than the maximum daily approved dose, 60 milligrams, given to children in the United States as part of their treatment for ADHD. Miss Runrung's case was not even exceptional. During my time in Thailand, I visited the Udon Thani Central Prison and met at, le at least two dozen other men and women who were serving sentences from 25 to 30 years for possessing similar amounts of methamphetamine. As a result of Thailand's harsh drug laws, the country now has the highest female incarceration rate in the world. More than 80% of the women behind bars are there because they had violated a drug law. Overall, Thailand now has the sixth largest prison population worldwide. The vast majority locked up because of drug charges. Perhaps even more disturbing is that in the early 2000s, the drug law enforcement efforts were more extreme, leading to many more deaths of both users and sellers. In 2003 alone, more than 2,000 people were killed without ever having been afforded their day in court. 
ignorance, man. It's, it's with that pure ignorance and fear. This is the background context for the unprecedented 2016 conference on drugs in Bangkok. Man who walks sideways through airport going to Bangkok. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was funny. This is the background context for the unprecedented 2016 conference on drugs in Bangkok, in which I participated. The Supreme Court of Thailand, the Ministry of Justice, Her Royal Highness Princess Bajrakitiaba, and others organized the meeting, bringing together global experts specializing in neuropsychopharmacology, substance abuse treatments, the, ju uh, the judicial system, international drug laws, and law enforcement. After the two-day meeting, the Thai government was moved was moved to address. You're just having fucking troubles today, bud. After the two-day meeting, the Thai government was moved to draft new drug laws. This endeavor, according to the Ministry of Justice, would be guided by the best available empirical evidence with the goal of balancing compassion for citizens with effective drug control approaches. Real progress was made. Good shit. I was hopeful that the Manila meeting would be fruitful, too, though I was acutely aware of the ignorant statements made by Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte about methamphetamine and the people who use it. On August 17, 2016, less than two months into his presidency, Duterte had proclaimed that a year or more of shabu methamphetamine use would shrink the brain of a person and therefore he is no longer viable for rehabilitation. Speaking defiantly before an outwardly sympathetic group of Philippine government and police officials, he used the occasion to justify his deadly campaign against suspected drug users and sellers. By the time I was to speak at the Philippine Drug Forum, nearly 5,000 people had been killed extrajudiciously as a result of Duterte's bloody drug war. I was acutely aware that during my presentation I would have to be clear and precise because representatives from the government were expected to be in attendance. I didn't want to be inflammatory or insulting or otherwise reduce their ability to think objectively about methamphetamine or any psychoactive drug. But I wasn't too concerned because I assumed the government represent <laughs> governmental representatives would be scientists or at the very least, physicians. This, after all, was a scientific forum. An environment where empirical evidence trumps personal anecdotes. Absolutely. Well, not, not always, bud. You said that a few chap a chapter ago. Even if the anecdotes are touted by the president, I figured I'd simply stick to the facts, to what had been demonstrated under the experimental condition, to what we knew be true in science. We're going to leave it off there because the time has elapsed. Put in my bookmark. Close the book. And then we dive into the UFC. The UFC. And we see what kind of bull spit these mother truckers are trying to sell us today. If you have a topic or a story or just something you want the gesture's opinion on, go ahead and leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash 
SWTJ. Sessions with the Jester, baby. Yeah, yeah. When you hear President Biden talk about Vladimir Putin's possible action in Ukraine, it is clear Biden is planning for the worst. If he were to move in with all those forces, it would be the largest invasion since World War II. It would change the world. U.S. warnings have focused on that threat, telling Russia that it will face massive sanctions if any unit of Russian soldiers should cross the Ukrainian border. But modern technology offers more than one way to attack a country. Illegitimate Joe is an old man. He's stuck in the old ways. Vladimir Putin, Putin, Vladimir Putin isn't that much younger. But he's a lot more there than fucking illegitimate Joe is. And this this whole situation was all pretty much started by fucking Biden because he wants a fucking legacy. Or or maybe you no know, maybe it wasn't even started by Biden. It was started by who was ever controlling Biden because they want a war because that's how they make money. They kill your kids. They, it's, it's like a... It's, it's disgusting. It's gross. I don't even want to fucking imagine it. But that's how it fucking happens. We have to imagine it because it, it fucking happens. And you got to be aware. That they're, they're killing your kids so they can make money. So let's fucking end that shit. And that leaves analysts wondering what else Russia might do. Why? Who the fuck cares? The Ukrainian capital that is seemingly menaced by Russian troops just across the border. NPR correspondent Rob Schmitz was just in Kiev and he joins us now. Rob, so on this reporting trip, you got a chance to talk with a former defense official uh, in Ukraine. What did he tell you? Yeah, his name is Andriy Zagorodnyuk, and he was defense minister under President Zelensky from 2019 to 2020. He has a civilian background, and he now heads a defense strategies think tank. He does not expect the Russians to mount a full-scale invasion and occupation of Ukraine with the force that they have now massed on Ukraine's borders, which he estimates at around 127,000. So, nothing's going to happen. All this hoopla was for nothing. And they just wanted to stir up some people, get them all ready to start beating the war drums, and nothing's gonna happen. Seems rather anticlimactic to me. Not, not, no, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. But I'm just saying, it, unless, unless, of course, now they're gonna set off this, uh, this false flag. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't guarantee it was gonna happen. I'm gonna say if it happened, it would be the U.S. would, uh, launch it. But, this would be the perfect time for that to happen. I'm not saying it's going to. Twenty-seven thousand troops. Here's what he told me. Uh, Hundred twenty-seven thousand is not even close to what you need to occupy Ukraine or even half of Ukraine. So uh, we need like at least three hundred thousand, perhaps even more. Potentially, we may see the increase of troops, but we don't see this at the moment. Another thing Zagorodnyuk told me he's not seeing yet, enough Russian mobile hospital units and medical personnel near the borders to indicate that a Russian invasion is imminent. And he doesn't think that the Russians will make a move until after the Beijing Olympics, which end on February 20th, so as not to distract attention from China's moment of glory. So, I mean, this is fascinating. He's saying there just isn't the, the Russian presence yet to, to wage right. a full-scale invasion. But that's not the only play that Russia has here, right? 
Yeah, he lays out a bunch of what he calls likely scenarios. And the first one is something that's already happening, Russia's so-called hybrid warfare. These are things like cyber attacks, which we've already seen on Ukraine's government. There are also efforts to weaken or or distract police and military. Uh, Last Friday, dozens of schools in Kyiv sent students home because of a series of bomb threats that were suspected to be a Russian hybrid attack. Uh, He also said it was highly likely that Russia would escalate tensions in Ukraine's... I promise you, Russia wasn't calling local schools and giving bomb threats. I promise you they weren't doing that. <laughs> that's, just, that's ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous. That sounds like some stupid shit some American-run militia in Ukraine was doing. That's what it fucking sounds like. What the fuck? Why Why would they even say stupid shit like that? That Russia's doing this and Russia... Because they're trying to steer your mind, man. It, again, I sound like a fucking hippy-dippy dick, but... it's What the fuck's going on, man? Repeat, 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 repeat. Get it stuck in your fucking head. Blame fucking Russia. That's just... That's what the fuck is going on, man. Come on. <laughs> Eastern border where Ukrainian troops have been fighting Russian-backed insurgents for <sighs> eight years. I mean, that's that's been a, a long time, right? But the threat isn't isolated to the east, though, is it? I mean, Russia could approach from other directions. Yeah, he also expects that the mm-hmm. Russian Navy to Jesus. block Ukrainian access to the Black and Azov Seas along Ukraine's southern coast, which would disrupt important shipping routes to and from the country. Uh, the Russian Navy is much bigger than the Ukrainian Navy, and it's got a base in Crimea. All right, NPR Berlin correspondent Rob Schmidt just fucking in Kiev, whining. Ukraine, on a reporting trip. Thanks so much, Rob. We appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, even though coronavirus cases are dropping rapidly oh, across Jesus the country, Christ. a lot of hospitals are still Jesus under extreme Christ. stress. Because they're caring for more COVID patients than at any other time in the pandemic. Remember, even after cases start to go down, hospitalizations will remain high for a while. There are early treatments designed to help keep high-risk COVID patients out of hospitals, but the medicines are in short supply. For more, we've got NPR's Ping Huang with us this morning. Hi, Ping. Hey there, fellow Jesterians. Let me tell you about a sponsor of ours that is now part of the Jester family. Shine On Botanicals is one of the purest CBD distillate on the market. We have tinctures, roll-ons, vapes, gummies. We also have pet tinctures. Email thepromotingjester at gmail.com. Put shine on the subject line and list what you would like to purchase. By the end of the week, you will receive an invoice. Easy peasy. Now let's get back to the UFC. Hi, Rachel. So, this week, the FDA actually restricted the use of two of the first drugs that were authorized to treat COVID. The funny thing about monoclonal antibodies, the the DEA restricts them? Oh, shit, we don't know that yet. That's what I'm going to guess. And probably ivermectin. I bet you those are the two that, that they are restricting now. Because they want you to keep getting this... Fu- you know what? Let, let's continue to listen. I'm sorry. Explain why they would do that. 
Right. So on Monday, the FDA curved the use of two out of three monoclonal antibody treatments. See, there's these one. These two drugs made by Regeneron there's and Eli one. Lilly worked well earlier in the pandemic, but recent lab studies show that they're highly unlikely to work against the Omicron variant. Oh, I'm sure because because there's I, I don't believe that in the first. I don't believe that at all. That's a hundred percent bullshit. The FDA is following the science. Bullshit. <laughs> Do it because things are bad enough without wasting valuable health care provider time infusing a medicine that is not going to be effective. Omicron has dominated. Wait, 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 motherfucker! Using a medic a medicine that's not going to be effective. What is the fucking point of the goddamn vaccine? Not going to be fucking effective. It gives you the fucking virus. It gives you... You can still spread the fucking virus. So the vaccine is not at all effective. So just stop with the fucking lies, man. You're killing me. Continue to get these two treatments. Now, well, no, you're killing everybody else. You're not killing me. But you're killing everybody else. Hmm, so how have states reacted to that? Well, some state officials are not happy. The FDA's move prompted Florida's health department to shut down all of its state-run antibody treatment sites. Governor Ron DeSantis called for the Biden administration to reverse the decision, accused the president of, quote, medical authoritarianism. But even the makers of the drug acknowledge that they don't work well against Omicron. Now, there is... Medical authoritarianism. Define that for me. In, in my head, medical authoritarianism is mandating that every citizen in a country take an unproven, untested vaccine. That is medical motherfucking tyranny. Goddamn definition of. How is it not? One antibody drug left called Citrovimab that does work against Omicron, but it's in very short supply. Each week, there are only about 50,000 doses available for the country. Bullshit. It's all uh, bullshit. They're selling you. The FDA recently expanded the use of that drug, no? That's right. Remdesivir oh. was the first antiviral COVID drug to get FDA approval back in 2020. But at the time, it was only for very sick patients in the hospital. Recently, the FDA broadened that approval to include patients not sick enough this to be hospitalized. This is all just propagandized bullshit. I mean, they're serving it up hot and steamy for you. For high-risk patients, Remdesivir reduced the risk of getting hospitalized it's, it's by 87%. It's disgusting. It's gross. They, they, they think that, that people there are people out there that are actually buying this? Provider. I know NPR is a fucking not a popular fucking place anymore to be. That's for goddamn sure. They're about as bad as CNN, if not worse. There's plenty of this drug available, but it's not easy to administer. A patient has to go to a clinic and get IV infusions over three consecutive days. 
I've gotten to the point where if I see an article is was published by CNN, I don't fucking read it. Because nine times out of ten, that's going to be full of propaganda bullshit. I don't care what the doctor says. The doctor's following emotion, not the truth. What are you saying? I don't know. It makes me feel better, so go fuck yourself. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Starting to get better. <laughs> the Omicron surge you can leave now. Censorship. I don't need to be censorship because this is all bullshit. And also, I heard. Check, check, check where your uh, these masks are coming from. That they're these quote-unquote free masks and tests are coming from. If it says on the back "Made in China," then you know. This supply line bullshit is bullshit. How can they demand all these masks all at once and all these tests all at once and get them from China all at once? But there's supply chain issues. Fuck you. Stop pulling your fucking bullshit. Put two and two to fucking together, man. All right, NPR's Ping Huang. Um, fuck you. Me. Seventy-one degrees and cloudy is an amazing little head shop right in the heart of Lakewood, New York. Or you can find them at seven ten and cloudy dot com, where you can use code word S W E D ten save ten percent on your order. They have all your smoking deals on your smoking accessories. Check out seven ten and cloudy dot com or fifty Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Now let's get back to the show. Thousands of people are leaving federal prison this month because of a law called the First Step Act. President Trump signed this bipartisan measure back in 2018, First and it's designed back. in part to reduce the federal prison population. Leaders of both parties agreed that too many Americans are behind bars. The Justice Department is using computers to determine who deserves early release, but it turns out the algorithm appears to give biased results, treating people of different races differently. And we have Carrie Johnson has been looking into this, and she joins us. Number now. one, Hi, number one, hold on, hold so on, we, I don't want to miss we this. The... We are all of the human race. Do they have law, uh, logs? <laughs> well, do, do they have logs locked up? Do they have dogs locked up? Do they have, do they have pigs locked up that need to be let free? Get the fuck out of here, man. We are all of the same goddamn race. Just because your fucking skin is a different fucking color doesn't mean you're a different goddamn race than I. We're all the human fucking race. We're all the same goddamn thing. Stop using this fucking racist bullshit. It's bigoted to, to use the word racist because it's, it's not even fucking... We're all the same fucking race. Inequities of this supposed fix to this problem. Let's talk about the law itself. Remind us how this came to be. Yeah, a huge bipartisan majority in Congress passed this law about three years ago, almost four now. It was supposed to create a way for people to leave prison early if they work or take classes to help prepare for their release. But the key... How about we release everybody in jail who's in there for small drug... No, even any drug offense. Because that's fucking ridiculous that anybody be in jail... For they making a personal decision on what they put in their fucking body. Or selling it 
to people who make a personal decision of what they put in their fucking body. That's not on the fucking government. It's not on the fucking police. Why'd you say that? It's not on the fucking police. It is not on the fucking system to what I put in my body. Fuck you. Why release anybody other than that? You want to release the uh, reduce the fucking prison prison population and the fucking war on drugs? Because that's bullshit, all based on lies. Remember, cocaine makes makes black men invincible to bullets. That's fucking what they said in nineteen twenties. That's why cops use thirty eights now, thirty eight caliber bullets, because anything less. Black men are impervious to when they're on cocaine. People in prison have to be considered a low or minimum risk of a return to crime to be eligible. And the law says the prison system should decide that central question based on a new algorithm called pattern. Here's how David Patton, the federal public defender in New York, described the issue to Congress. That score that people receive will directly impact how much time they spend in prison. It is vital. But that's where the problems come in. All right, so say more. What are the problems? <laughs> These kinds of risk tools are common in the criminal justice. You see, they're taking the human mind out of a human mind decision, and they're giving it to computers with no fucking common sense. Because people are fucking lazy. Do the fucking mind work your goddamn self. Compare and contrast. Don't fucking put people's lives in the hands of some goddamn computer goddamn algorithm. That, that, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever fucking heard, man. Well, maybe not. Maybe that was hyperbole. But it, it doesn't fucking matter. It's still gross as fuck. What's gross as fuck is having all these goddamn drug offenders in prison. That's what's fucked up. Release every goddamn, every goddamn drug offender. If that's his only charge, that is. <laughs> we don't want drug offending pedophiles loose. Fuck, keep them in. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. ...system in many states, but critics say pattern is the first time the federal government has been using an algorithm with such high stakes. The Justice Department finished the first version in a rush and said it suffered from math problems and human errors, so it made some tweaks, but about 14,000 men and women in prison still wound up in the wrong risk categories, and there were big disparities for people of color and how this tool worked. Amra Ahmed is senior policy counsel at the ACLU. The Justice Department found that only 7% of black people in the sample were classified as minimum level risk, compared to 21% of white people. This indicator alone should give the Department of Justice great pause in moving forward. DOJ's own data says Pattern overpredicted the risk that black, Hispanic, and Asian people in prison would commit new crimes or violate rules. Well, that's because cops only go after other than white, for the most part. They don't target white people for drug offenses. Because they're fucking idiots. The whole fucking system is idiotic. It's all corrupt. It needs to be fucking burned the fuck down and built again. Maybe not... Let's go back. Let's go to fucking anarchy, man. I'm down for anarchy. You have the right to what you can possess. 
Excuse me. And I don't need a lot. I'm not greedy. I'm good with 50 acres and a mule, man. Or I'd prefer maybe a, a bull <laughs> and, and a cow. Because, well, then reproduction, more calves. Trade out with local Amish or whomever else has fucking cows. So we don't, you know, keep our bloodline fresh. <sighs> but it underpredicted the risk for some inmates of color when it came to possible return to violent crime. Melissa Hamilton is a professor of law and criminal justice at the University of Surrey. She says despite all these problems, pattern may be worth saving. So that's the unfortunate thing is it's better than gut instinct of very flawed humans that we all are. Oh, but they're going to put their, their trust in a flawed fucking computer program? A fucking flawed so goddamn algorithm? The, the fuck is wrong with you, you piece of shit? These <laughs> you have to figure out a problem. I, I hate bitching about something and not offering up a solution. So let's, let's, uh, let's think about a solution. Pay these fuckers well. So they, they're not... They're not uh, susceptible to corruption. But give them free reign. Don't second guess their decision. Make sure they're intelligent people. I don't know how you would do that. Uh, some sort of uh, test. I don't know. But. <sighs> pay them well. Give them a test. And that's all they fucking do. Is go through case by case. Facts by facts, and they they adjudicate every goddamn prisoner. It, it's not going to be quick, but goddamn it, it's better than spending your goddamn life in jail for for selling pot. The fuck is wrong with you? Transparent. All of a sudden, oh, there's going to be an overhaul underway at some point, and all of this is really technical stuff. It could take a while to fix, even if the justice yeah. moves ahead here. It's not. It took a while to get where we're at, so it's going to take time to fucking correct it. In this algorithm, that's why some advocates want to see the Justice Department and Congress just drop this thing altogether. Hmm. NPR Justice Correspondent Kerry Johnson. Carrie, thank you. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> and that is the UFC for Wednesday, January 26th. Deuce, deuce. These mother trucking mother truckers, man. <laughs> oh, shit. They just, they, they coming at you. They coming at you bringing bullshit. Because, but there's a lot of bullshit out there. But they're they're stirring the bullshit, spinning the bullshit, to get you to see the way that they want you to see. Not you can't think for yourselves. That's not what they want. They want good citizenry who comply. Don't question authority. Don't say, "Oh, is that right?" No, fucking, it's right because I said so, motherfucker. Now step in line. Put your goddamn mask on. And take this goddamn shot. Oh, medical tyranny. <laughs> that was funny. That was It's not it's trying to accuse illegitimate Joe Biden of medical tyranny. What? It's not medical tyranny. What? What? Give me the definition of medical tyranny. Because forcing people to wear masks, forcing people to take untested, unproven shots, injections... That is the definition of medical tyranny. 
You done country girl? <sighs> Calm the fuck down, buddy. Because they're still going on about Russia and Ukraine. Oh, we... Joe Biden may have overjumped his, uh... Overestimated the aggression of Russia. Well, you fucking think? But they're still drilling in your head. Russia did this. They're saying Russia called in bomb threats to local schools. So kids couldn't go to school that day. Fuck you. Do you really think fucking... A giant fucking country cares whether or not your kids go to school? Like, I, that's stupid bullshit that sounds American to me. Well, you see, that, that could be biased because I've never lived in other countries. I don't know if that's something that happens in other countries. I know what happens here. Idiots calling in bomb threats to fucking school because they're fucking stupid. Like I said, it's an idiotic move by some fucking Ukraine separatist group, I'm sure. <laughs> I say I'm sure a lot, but in my head, you see, I, I give you the facts how I see them. I, I, I don't I don't listen to what people tell me. I think for myself. So if if you think I'm an asshole because I curse a lot and I talk fucking my truth, what I fucking see going on, well, it, it is what the fuck it is, man. I don't wanna fuck I don't I I'm not here to deal with your bullshit. If you want to contradict me and have a polite conversation, I will definitely have the polite conversation with you. But I am not gonna... Why snitch on somebody? Fucking get their shit fu My Twitter account was fucking blocked. Or suspended for 24 hours. Because somebody called me a racist. Obviously, they don't fucking know me. My wife is black. I live with her two black children. Now, granted, they don't appreciate me and they don't like me. But it, it, it has nothing to do with race. I was the only white boy around for fucking almost half of my adult life. I'm, I'm far from a fucking racist. And like I said, I told her. I'm like, yes, I am a racist. I want my race, the human race, to continue dominating like it has for... Millions of years, thousands of years. I don't fucking know how long. <sighs> to see somebody with a... To, to, to think different of somebody with a different colored skin is bigoted. Uneducated thought. They're the same goddamn person. They've just been offered, a, given a different education than you. I'm not talking school education. I'm talking life education. They've, they've experienced different experiences than you. A whole, like, 180 degree different experience than you. So it's, it, they're not different. Well, they are different. They're, just, they're not a different race. They're the same fucking race. Racism is fucking bullshit. And I hate that fucking term. And they're still going on about fucking COVID. That, uh, yeah, that's where they said that uh, Joe Biden isn't a, a medical tyranny or doesn't a, a medical tyrant. I can't fucking think. I'm, I'm upset right now. <laughs>
Well, Joe Biden is the definition of medical tyranny. He mandated a fucking uh, uh, shot, unproven, untested shot. He said you have to take this or you can't have a job. You can't work. You can't go out and eat. You can't go in the goddamn grocery store. Well, go fuck yourself, buddy. That is medical tyranny. And now the fucking health department in New York State is telling the schools that the kids still have to wear the mask. Even though they don't. Masks don't fucking work, you dumb, stum, cum, fucking, mother, mother, mother. Oh. <laughs> oh. They don't care what kind of mask, as long as they're wearing a mask. A cloth mask that does nothing but make you feel better. It's fucking ridiculous. Grow the fuck up. Be a fucking adult and think for your goddamn self. <sighs> now it's time to check in on Mr. Ben. Let's see what space weather's gonna be for January 26th. Deuce, deuce. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. The amazing science on Nova keeps coming in as the turning of that scientific field is now painfully obvious. We've also got a shot at climate science and Earth changes to close, but there is only one focus at this moment, and that is the sun. The activity level keeps going up. We're seeing both plasma filament eruptions and increasing solar flare power so far. The rise has lifted into high C and low M-class range, which you can see at the bright points here in dimmed 131 angstroms. The sunspots are multiplying as well. That new spot top left incoming is watching the leading spots out ahead develop friends beside them. All will need to be monitored as the sun's uptick continues. And that does also include the filaments ripping every which way off of the corona about the most calming news is the weakness of the ongoing coronal hole stream it was a minor plasma enhancement only minor geomagnetic effects folks the nova science coming out is more numerous more questioning of paradigms all about the discovery of things they thought were impossible and things that implicate our sun isn't immune from the very large here as we're watching a new 3d model of the biggest and brightest recurrent nova in the galaxy at a coronet, ten percent of its mass ejected, and it's still burning brightly in the center. From eye candy there to the breaking of models, this time it's the luminosity profiles and the chemical signatures and the type to be able to produce what we see and in which types of galaxies we should find them. Time to rewrite another lumbering chunk of astronomy. Up next, we're in the same realm as those dark nova that were discovered after stars wandered into molecular clouds and exploded. This star wandered out of the large Magellanic cloud and blew up in intergalactic space between the Milky Way and our little satellite galaxies. Their explanations are admitted to be bafflingly guesstimated, but there's no question of what they are seeing, even if they need to rethink progenitor environments for the hundredth time in the last two years in order to explain it. Lastly, folks, we've got a team with Tier 1 level resumes who are on the verge of figuring out something tremendous. They're realizing that climate models are a complete disaster. Planet not quite warming as much as they thought, and yet the extremity of storms is off the charts, already exceeding projected values for the end of the century, especially the winter storms. And no, that can't be human pollution, global warming. They do get a huge golf clap for their recognition and condemnation of the climate models in that regard, but they do stop short of looking outside human emissions as the cause and explanation. Truly, this is the weakening magnetic field of our planet, the ongoing early stages of Earth's catastrophe cycle, the end of this age and the beginning of its phoenix, amplified pressure dynamics and global electric circuit. 
That's why the storms are off the charts. We greatly appreciate your support. We've ordered more textbooks, by the way, for those who noticed it was sold out. Those will be available again soon at otf.cells.com. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe, and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Good shit, Mr. Ben. Good shit. Remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers Online. Uh, get full impact of his videos and stay up to date as to what's going, popping off cosmologically. Absolutely. Remember, we're trying to... I used to have him work again. We are uh, going to hit 1,000 uh, subscribers by June. So remember to hit that subscribe button, pop follow button, whatever the button says, and share. And if you're in the mood, leave us a rating on uh, on Apple Power, wherever you, you fuck it. It doesn't matter what you do. Do what you got to do, man. But if you want to help us out, give us a follow and share. That'd be awesome. It doesn't mean much to you, but it means everything to us. And also, uh, fucking download channel, or add channel 716 to your Roku. It's full of classic movies that you haven't seen in a while, and maybe you never heard of. And, uh, local news of Western New York from Western New York News Now. It's good shit to know. It'll be the best decision you made today, I promise. Quote of the day! The mind is just like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets and the more it can expand. Don't have a closed mind. Belief closes your mind. Curiosity opens it. Always ask why. You do puzzles, expand your brain, read books. So let's let's ramp up, let's get the words out there and let's spread the gesture revolution, baby. If you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Ha 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 Yeah! Just be a better version of yourself. Smoke the weed every day and just make shit fucking happen, man. Just make it happen.